Hey Saints, we are back. We pray it is well with your soul today. This is your girl, Teresa. We are back with another episode of Culture Versus Kingdom. This is our third episode in the Toxicity in the Black Community series. Um, and we will be talking about today, making faith a racial thing. So we're gonna dive in deep into some questions about are black people the original Jews? We're gonna be talking about is American slavery, was it actually a good thing? Uh, we're gonna be talking about some black nationalism. We're gonna give you a little sprinkle of everything in our 20 minute episode. Again, we have our same people here to continue the conversation. We have our brother Devin, we have our bro Evans Russ, we have the Rices, Jared and Rakia, we have Jaden and we have myself today. Awesome. Thank you guys for being here today. Let's go ahead and get into it. So, do you think Black people are the original Jews? Absolutely, positively not. Please speak, brother, speak. Because I, so I, so, I have revelation on this. I've asked the Lord, I've heard different things, but I haven't necessarily received the revelation that um, the Holy Spirit has like firmly been like, this is what the truth is. So, yeah. I don't even know. How to, I personally feel like it's it's inaccurate. You know what I mean? Like that that black like somehow we are the original Jews, or that Jesus came just for black people or, or Negro people, and that uh, they are the original um, people of Israel. You know what I'm saying? I don't even know how to answer the question. I I my spirit rejected every time, man. I, I don't know why. It just I want to stick to our black people, the original Jews, simply because Jesus came for the Jew. He he was he was saving God's people. But because the Jew rejected him, then he went to the Gentile like so. and, And I'm sure that in God's original main purpose was to save the world, which is everyone. But Jesus came through the line of of a Jewish man. And so he was there to do that, but the Jewish people rejected him. I think that's a lot, like, that's an issue that I've heard come up big time with a lot of American Black folks, like you said, Negroes, a lot of American Black folks here, just because our main issue has always been Black and white. So I think when we do that, it's our way of doing the same thing that white people have done, like inserting themselves in the history as if it's all about them, when that's not the case, you know what I mean? And so, um, and that's the one thing I think here in America, since our issue has always been white, black ever since it started, you know what I mean? We act like that's the beginning of history for everybody, you know, or black folks in general. Just for us black folks from Africa, you know, that's broken off. Our history kind of got different over here, but it doesn't mean that that's where it all started. And so even when it comes to that, our issues are so rooted in race over here that it makes it where uh, you think we have to center everything around us, you know what I mean? And so just like there's no like reason that uh, we watching, you know, Christian cartoons, even when I was a kid um, and everybody in the white, like, why is Jesus white? You know what I mean? And so they're not even mentioned, you know, only time white folks was mentioned was the Romans. And so same thing with black folks. The main time, a lot of times we saw black people mentioned, you'd hear them say Ethiopian this or Ethiopian that or African this on purpose, you know? It wasn't talking about a black American man, you know what I mean? And so uh, I think that's our way of like trying to enter, uh, what's the word, um, 
insert ourselves into a bigger part of history when it's not that and then in a way make us more special and put us over everybody else when if that's your mindset with the gospel then you're missing the whole point of the gospel because that's not the case even with jesus coming through uh like you said um the jews like like that was the way he was coming in but at the same time it was like it was gonna go out to everybody else that was the whole point you know what i mean and so he was coming to save everybody and so it made it where he had to formally come through as a jewish man on purpose, that's the way he decided to do it. You know what I mean? But um, but at the same time, that doesn't negate that negate the fact that everybody else is equally involved in this, you know. And so, and um, uh, yeah, I think when people say that, you know, the black folks are, you know, the real Hebrews. I'm like, if we are, then what? Even I mean, even if we are, then what do we do now? You know what I mean? So I mean, does it does it mean we just take over the world? <laughs> We just take over the world now. I mean, I don't, you know, I even if we are okay, but if that's, I don't think that like even matters, you know. And so I think people do that as a way of just like putting themselves over other folks because Jesus, you gotta let Jesus be what it is. And so the same people that Jesus came from are still walking the earth now. You know what I mean? If you trace people, you could trace. Nah, probably not actually, but you can find somebody that's related to Jesus. Not you know as far as like children, but there's somebody still related to Jesus in a way. But at the same time, that don't make them special. Jesus was the only one who was Jesus on purpose, you know? So uh, just because we tied him does not make it where it's special. You know, we're special because of the fact that our nature has been changed. And now we're like uh, uh, a part of the kingdom of God in a way, you know what I mean? And so that's what makes it special. Not the if people get so focused on the earthly natural part when I'm like that, he don't even care about that. Even his own mama, like when he was on the cross, he was like, woman, like this is your son. You know what I mean? Like he didn't, wasn't in all that, you know? And so he was just about the mission. And so I think he had to come through the Jews on purpose, you know, and those are who they are. And then keep moving to the rest of the world, you know? So. Uh, I think, I believe this is a spirit as well that black people, especially specifically American, American black people uh, with the whole like blackest King movement and like this very anti-white anti any other race kind of thing happening that's going on right now there's a bit of this uh like desire to have superiority as well um and uh like dominion and and it but but dominion for being black right and it's uh it's really weird and toxic and i think that that this is just another addition to it um even like there's a reason that i'm probably for now that God didn't get so much into race, right? He talked, he talked about geography and where people were, but he didn't get into it because you're missing the point. If that's why you're reading the Bible, just so that you can obviously relate, you're supposed to be reading it as a guide. So I, yeah, I agree. As a black community and where we are here in America, like everything that's come from it and everything that's happened, like was slavery, like a good thing. I don't necessarily know if it qualifies as a good thing, but I think it served a purpose. Uh, no matter how traumatic it was, how painful it was, I think overall it served a purpose. Simply because when we think of slavery, um, and I know that you pinned it to ex like the Black American slavery, and was that a good thing? Um, and like I said, I, I can't qualify it as good or bad, um, I think that how how it was used, like I don't think the manipulation was good. I don't think that uh, selling people or degrading people was good. Like those things are not good. 
um, neither are those character traits of God. And so for me, I don't think that there is good or bad. That's a different conversation for another time. Um, I think that there is evil and there is God. Um, and I think that a lot of what we saw in the slave trade was a result of the sin of man. Um, and so that's where we have that issue. Uh, it goes back to sin. And that's where we had manipulation and we had rape and we had abuse. Um, but we see slavery in the Bible. And the Bible tells us very clearly that you have to be a slave to something. Um, and if you're mature enough, you'll you'll take this correctly. And I'm not saying anyone on this call, but I'm saying when you read something like that in the Bible, the Lord tells us to be slaves to righteousness, right? So I don't think that slavery in itself or to be a slave is the issue. I think it was the act of the things that took place in that transaction that became the issue. Um, but I do think that it served a purpose and when you are mature enough and you have allowed God to use all things as he does when he calls you, um, it can be something great and amazing. The uh, fruit of slavery was not good, which was the manipulation, the selling people, the degrading people. Those things were not good. Um, but the act of slavery, I think, served the purpose because I believe that God took us from things that we were doing in Africa that would have harmed us a lot more. Um, if he didn't pull us out of it. The actual, you know, term of slavery gets such a, a, a negative connotation and has such a dark shadow over it is because the people who endued slavery in America, they took it to a whole nother level. But like we said, like in the Bible, it tells us to be slaves to righteousness. And what that means is to basically be of submission unto that. Right. That's what the basis of slavery is, to be under submission, to be under uh, 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 of service of uh, of somebody above you. In America, um, it, did, it did get twisted and it got um, manipulated and, and, and trans and, and just completely shifted into something a lot darker, a lot more demonic, a lot uh, a lot of defilement. Nothing about it was like good but i think like most situations and and even like how we can say our past was before christ in a way i can't say it was good but at the same time like or like that stuff was good that it happened to give you to this point but all i can say is god worked um bad things for her good and and i think like you said there's a lot of um lasting things that took place because of that and so you go from treating somebody as not a person to now, like, how in the world can I say they're equal to me? So now you have to go through ways of, like, oppressing people because you were just acting like they wasn't a person. And so now they're supposed to be equal to you completely. So a lot of that stuff carries over and it just creates mess. And so, um, but I think, I think like you said, uh, Jared, like, Baytime, I... I I mean, you know, obviously the Lord knows, and that's the dope thing about God is that he's outside of time. He knows all different possibilities and all that kind of stuff. I think the biggest thing is, and even in this world, like big time is like terrible stuff is going to happen in a world that's like, that doesn't want God. I don't think there's any culture that has been exempt from evil, you know, just happening in the product of evil. And so I think the main thing is really hooking up with the Lord and letting him change that past and everything that we've had and all the different things that happened and working for our good. So that way um, it puts us in a situation where we don't have to be not defined by that. And we don't also have to play into whatever Satan was trying to do and destroying uh, 
you know, a culture destroying people, you know what I mean, pointing their eyes from the Lord, because everybody makes the gospel synonymous with slavery. Like people say, you know, you're freeing your mind from the white man by throwing the gospel away in this white Jesus and stuff. But the thing is, you're actually like playing into this whole idea of white people controlling your mindset, thinking that they were the center of everything. You know what I mean? When like Jesus wasn't white whatsoever, you know, like white people didn't come in until Rome came into into play. We've been conditioned in a way to think that like uh, because of slavery, that the gospel is like a white thing. When you go back, like you said, a black person was introduced into the Bible with Moses. Like that's the earliest spot. And then you look at first generation Christianity and it went straight to, it was in Africa. You know what I mean? And so I think we're messing up now in a way of thinking that like, um, that was just a product of white people pushing on us. But at the same time, it was the Lord's grace that gave us the ability to be able to see him through struggle. Jaden pretty much said it again, how God can just work everything for our good. He can, he can use anything to work it for our good. Like though the emancipation proclamation was never about freeing black people um, from slavery, he still used it for our good to free us. Um, I do believe that just like that, God is still working everything together for our good. And though it seems like the body of Christ is fading because they don't want to be associated or attached to white Jesus, right. Or what the white man perpetuated through slavery. Uh, again, us con- constantly, there are those of us who are again being risen in the body of Christ for just the time as this to continue to preach and speak out about him, right? And continue to know because all of us, I believe, have experienced it's not just something that we do, right? And so I hope that this is just the starting cycle of breaking the religious pattern that happened because I think through slavery and through um, segregation that a, a lot of religion. That's when a lot of religion played itself, again, with people getting all gaudy and dressed up for church. And it started to become a lot of things that didn't involve the gospel at all, didn't involve Jesus at all. But moving to a place of getting back to relationship with God and it not just being religious. The issue is, like you said, it's a it's a very strategic plan of the enemy um, to keep us away from God like that. That is his one of his sole purposes to make sure that we are not in alignment with God's will for our lives, right? Because then he can easily lead us into another direction, which is where we see, You, I think, you know, the enemy doesn't have any new tricks. And when we see something that's a constant pattern, like people putting into a box, the Bible, oh, let's throw this away and go back to our original roots. Like that's something, like I have family members who, when I begin to vocally and boldly say that Jesus was my Lord and Savior, like, this is what I'm following. This is this is who I'm a disciple of. You know, it's like, oh, this is the white man's religion. Like, you know, I come from very like people who are into like African spirituality and what that is, is witchcraft, right? And so we see this influx of people in our generation who are diving into this new age practice, into this, um, you know, the universe and my higher self and chakras. And th- this is nothing new. This is nothing new. And so the enemy literally doesn't have any new tricks. Um, And so I think that as we are um, believers on this call and disciples of Jesus, it is an opportunity for us to be bold in what we're preaching as well, Um, because we're coming against such an influx of people who are now diving into like 
dark demonic practices. You know, it's it's a lot deeper than what we express it to be. And I think it's important for us to be in our Bibles in this time to really be bold in, in what we speak about concerning Christ. Um, and for us to be sure about our identity in Jesus during this time, um, because there are so many different things pulling at us, telling us that we're this, or you're this horoscope because you act like this or whatever it may be. So I just think it's a really important time for us to really be sure of who we are in Christ um, because the enemy is like wanting to tear that down a lot. Um, and once again, it started from this slavery um, mentality. Amen. You said um, be sure who uh, sure who we are in Christ. And I think that's the biggest thing. Um, this is something that I just constantly feel aggravated in my spirit to speak on is the identity crisis that is happening in the world right now and the different means of which the enemy uses people to have an identity crisis that's it but I think it is just so important that he knows how to twist things like I always just get taken back to uh when Jesus was fasting for 40 days and 40 nights and how he was even twisting the word of God and like that's why I think even when we're reading the uh, word of God, making sure that we're reading it with the Holy Spirit, being in community with each other so that, you know, you can point out things in scripture that I may have overlooked. Right. Um, and there's just so much to it because, again, the enemy's he's cunning and he's patient in being cunning. Right. He didn't immediately go into the wilderness for Jesus like the first day, you know, he was waiting until he was hungry and he was thirsty, right? Till we're in our most vulnerable state. I believe it's so important, uh, so important though, that again, that we're not only doing this with the Holy Spirit, but being radical and speaking against these things to people and having these conversations, because again, you can't correct what you don't know either. And a lot of uh, the body of Christ keeps mixing and they're not as disciplined in it. And I think that's what's also hurting us now. First Philippians um, um, 1 verse 12 through 18, and I'll read as fast as I can. Uh, and Paul is saying, um, but I want you to, to know, brethren, uh, that the things which happened to me have actually turned out for the furtherance of the gospel um, so that it has become evident to the whole palace guard. In this case, we can say the whole world right now. Right. And to all the rest that my chains are in Christ, verse 14 said, and, the, and, and most of the, the brethren in the Lord, having become confident by my chains, are much more bold to speak, just like what you know you were just saying, bold to speak the word without fear. Uh, some indeed preach Christ, even from envy and strife, and some also from goodwill. Uh, the former preached Christ from selfish ambition, not sincerely, uh, supposing to add affliction to my chains, but the latter out of love, knowing that I am appointed for the defense of the gospel. What then? Verse 18 said, only that in every way, whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is preached. And in this I rejoice. Yes, I will rejoice. So that's why I was trying to um, basically uh, allude to earlier is that I'm not rejoicing in the hurt and the, the pain and the wrong things that happened, but the, 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 the roles that came out of that concrete, the, the, you know, the, like, you know, so many of us would have still been worshiping our ancestors if, if it weren't for, you know, um, this thing called slavery. So like I said, Satan just wants to do anything he can to get our attention off of Christ and make it where there's no way that, um, that, we find him in a way. 
um, during the time when, you know, we just think about ourselves. And I think big time, when you really think about it, it's like, there's a lot of things that's much worse than slavery and like separation, eternal separation from God and in eternity in hell, way worse than slavery. You know what I mean? So let's be real. We all die at some point, you know? So um, the, the question is whether we die, you know, knowing Christ and being, you know, in a relationship with him or not. And sometimes it's like, which we can't understand as people, but sometimes the means justifies the ends, you know, so. Is Black power empowering or just a new form of racial nationalism? Uh, Racial nationalism is an ideology that advocates a racial uh, definition of natural identity. Racial nationalism seeks to preserve racial purity of a nation through policies such as banning race mixing, immigration, or other races. Pro-Black only dating, only dating other black people, um, black, black is king, black is superior, black girl magic, all the, all those things. Um, again, black superiority, if we can just, you know, make it plain. I'll just come out and, uh, and say, this might ruffle some feathers, but Nation of Islam and a lot of these black radical groups share that ideology where Black people should be separated. It's the same exact ideology as white power, which is followed by the KKK, which is what we say oppresses us. You know, and I think when we're talking about race and how can we build ourselves up to be separate from another race is doing a disservice to our role as Christians, and that's to be... um, kingdom workers and not people workers, not people pleasers, but doing the work of the kingdom. Exactly, Devin. We are here to do the work of the kingdom. Being in the body of Christ, being a child of God should be our number one focus, our number one title, our number one label. That's the hill that we should die on. The hill that I shouldn't be worried about so much is my race and ethnicity. It applies. It affects my life. It affects the way that I live. All of those things happen because of all the racial tension throughout history, but it is not my defining factor. It's just a factor of me. And we have to stop letting these things define us because again, then we start to preach an agenda that is not aligned with the kingdom because the the kingdom of God is for everybody, despite race, ethnicity, origin, anything. It is for everybody who wants to receive Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. And that's how we have to start thinking about it. It's okay to be proud of the creation of what God made you in, but it's another thing to be, again, I think Black nationalism and you know what i mean flaunting it and letting that be your identity and if we let these things define us of our as our identity we will never be able to fully realize the identity in christ that we've been given so i think that is so profound Devin. absolutely agree and that concludes this segment of culture versus kingdom toxicity in the black community making faith a racial thing so thank you again for joining us. Please go on to our Instagram page and follow us at Kingdom Frame of Mind. We want to interact with you. We want to hear from you. We want to hear your guys' thoughts. Maybe you agree. Maybe you disagree. Maybe uh, you can give a fresh perspective. 
Do all of that at our Instagram at Kingdom Frame of Mind. We pray you well. We pray you have a great and safe week. And we will see you guys next week for the last and final segment for toxicity in the Black community. Stay blessed. Have a great day. Well, hey, I hope you guys enjoyed this as much as I did. Uh, I'm Jaden Michael. You can follow me on Instagram, 22 underscore jmike. And I hope to kick it with y'all soon. What's up, y'all? This is Devin. Follow me on IG at underscore fun design studios. Holla. Once again, I'm Jared Rice, and you guys can follow me on Instagram at Jared, that's J-A-H-R-E-D underscore Rice. That is R-I-C-E. My name is Rukia, once again, and you guys can follow me at Rue underscore TV. Once again, that is R-U-E underscore TV. All right. Hey guys, it's your boy Evans Rust again. Uh, you can catch me on Instagram at hisfaithfulness7. And lastly, you can find me, Teresa, on Instagram at Teresa Brianna Burleson.